no, I don't. Nah, I, I came into this with no plan whatsoever. No. I I have I have I have been in 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 Toronto, Canada for the last few days, and the generosity of the Canadians here uh, that I really really appreciate. I just decided to record a few of the experiences. So I have my man right here. Like they're used to hearing me. Um, if you wouldn't mind speaking a little something, first introduce yourselves. My name is Jordan Hills. I also go by Mr. Sticks. Sticks. If you nasty. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's my brother from another mother. Yeah, you gonna meet my mama too. <laughs> I, am, I am. I'm gonna meet his mom today, so that's pretty awesome. And would you mind? I am Charlene, aka Asia Fiasco. Uh huh. From what you do? Uh, I do a lot of things. Okay. I design and stuff. Uh huh. So that's, that's me. Up. That's hey. cool. That's good. I don't know why when I, when people say they do a lot of things, I automatically I'm like they pushing coke. But, <laughs> no, but I, I mean know. in Toronto, I mean, I mean yeah, you can make that happen. So. So I, I want to just quickly, because Charlene doesn't have that much time to be here, I just want to go down the list of things that I've actually tried. The quintessential uh, Toronto experience or the Canadian experience, would you be able to list them? It's the just Toronto experience, because yeah. like, you're not going to get this experience anywhere else no, in the country. Exactly. That much. It started with... It started with... Apartment two hundred. Yeah, it was, which wouldn't be quintessential, but it was an, an experience, no less. Would yeah. you explain what that is? So basically, apartment two hundred is located on Queen West. It's basically whatever hipster uh, area in your city that is, like Wigger Park or something like that. So I, I guess, yeah. like you know, it's kind of like a trap party in this little venue that's been like you know repurposed. Yeah, and they play trap music, and people from all walks of life. Yeah, other oh, corporate. White people, yeah. Asian people, yeah. downtown dirty ass Queen Street niggas, dirty ass that don't be that don't be in the beard, musty niggas, and like they musty and they ass. sniff coke off white girls' titties, and um yeah, so like, you know it, <laughs> it, it, it was that kind of party. Shout out to DJ Bambi, she was spinning. So yeah, was, oh, was, I love Bambi. Yeah, it was lit. It was ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, so. And then the next day, I ended up going to a fet. Uh, that was that was that was an experience in itself. It was a lot of booty. It booty. was moving. It was booty. Um, Bums your fling, pun yeah. and blood. Yeah. Exactly what he said. Uh, so <laughs> that was that was an experience, and I loved it. Um, but also, there were the small intricacies, like trying out different types of chips. Uh, there were the ketchup chips, which I said they're fucking red. Yeah, they're, no, no, no. They're that's red. red. That's debatable. No, it might no. be it might be Toronto red, but it might not be American <laughs> red. Maybe that's Toronto red. Yeah, it might be Canada no, no. red. Maybe. No, 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 no. I don't know. It's, Same way you you guys have Canada Dry and it's a liquid. Okay, How is go. ginger ale going here. to be dry? I'm ready to go. Explain that. Yeah, exactly. I need an adult. No, I'm grown. <laughs> so that was cool. In the all dress chips and um, you know, and everything has been coming together. And I know Charlene has to go soon. I just wanted to capture her loveliness on the microphone. Oh, she to have to she's so pretty. Uh, her glasses, y'all can't see her glasses right now, but they fine. She on point. She on point five. Yeah. So Tanks. it is what it is. I'm, I'm gonna pick up a few more things later when we get the chance, if you don't mind. Uh, but for now, I'm gonna sign off and just let her go because I'm holding her hostage with the microphone. XOXO. It is what it is. I'm gonna sign off. Eh. Gossip girl. Eh. Fuck it. Eh. There's also slimy spit. Booty mitt. We are back. Um, this is the last night of my adventures in Toronto. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun, but you know, as a, as, as a responsible adult or a semi-responsible adult, I have to get back to responsibilities and paying bills and rent and such. But <laughs> I'll I'll agree with the boo in that part at least. Um, so uh, it's it's been it's been a really awesome 
set of days and I think like there was no better way to wrap it up than by sitting down and and, and sharing the tales even though there have been video after video of the things Good that we've God, done man. I, yeah. we're gonna end up on someone's site it's possible it's, it's possible. gonna be some shit yeah exactly so yeah, it was a lot what what I'd like to do is is I don't have any topics in mind specifically but I'd like to go over what we've done here maybe summarize some of the experiences and uh, bring up the differences and the similarities that we've brought up about being individuals from different we're both 89 babies so you have two individuals who were born in the same year and whatnot different countries and different backgrounds and we've shared a lot of the same experiences so i figured there was no better way to sit down and go over everything that's been going on than to catch it on the microphone exactly spaghetti spaghetti so yeah (laughs) i I didn't need to do that (laughs) jokes and jokes and jokes spaghetti so so don't sue us but um (laughs) so i touched down on thursday um i i had been in toronto before but it was only for a weekend and that was the weekend that i chose to do the 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 advent like the touristy things the cn tower maybe like certain ripley stuff and whatever Mm -hmm. but this one i want it to be and i think we both were on the same page i wanted it to be the real toronto toronto i've learned that was a test i was testing myself actually that just slipped i'm tired but (laughs) shout out to Myrna too because Mm -hmm. it was a combination of myself and Myrna. we kind of felt bad the fact that we wanted you to experience better things we're just like no we got to get them back here so no. we can experience yeah the shit that we experience because that's really gonna get the authentic exactly toronto experience from our point of view and that's that's the kind of touristy yeah. shit that yeah. you know we want people to yeah get, exactly. especially being that we're the same age yeah exactly right? yeah legitimately so I'll, I'll go by a day-by-day basis um thursday is the day that i ended up touching down um, I got here maybe close to the afternoon. I met up with a friend of mine, Shannon. Uh, she was really, really hospitable. She met me at the airport. She took me to the nearest gas station. Y'all sell bus stops, uh, bus bus cards, and gas station, which is some completely new shit to me. Kind of, sort of. I go in, get some cheesies. I was like, what is this? They're like Cheetos. I smuggled flaming Hot Chips over here in the first place. You guys don't have that? I'll let it slide. Only had. You had, had. What happened with that? Sense. What happened? Do you know what happened? Man, the Canadian government is weird, bro. That's like, interesting. It's just like, between the Canadian government and then the Canadian Radio and Television yeah. uh, Commission, that's the CRTC, which regulates like radio and television content, Yeah, there's a lot of shit that we just cannot have because yeah. we have to keep our Canadian idealisms and our Canadian, like, you know, our yeah. own identity and we don't want to yeah. have too much American shit. Okay. Too bad. We cross the border to buy the shit all, all the time. Okay, well, gotcha. Probably not more now so, because of uh yeah. your person in yeah charge. oh this motherfucker don't get me started mm-hmm. so so, so what what jordan is saying right now is they've started a flaming hot smuggling ring okay you to, gotta, to, to sneak you over the border and you bring them go. back in really <laughs> but all all jokes aside um thursday was a good night and we ended up having uh, dinner and I am happened to have oxtail for the first time. Yeah. And the this was new to me because the the the, the demographic of West Indians in uh, Chicago, I'm not certain where they are. They can be pretty elusive. I'm not sure who they fuck with, who they don't fuck with. But this is my first time uh, Trey songs diving into the culture, if one would say. 
Um, and it was it was really really mm. delicious. It was really great. I had rice and peas uh, with a side of coleslaw. It was a different Authentic type of authentic as Jamaican cuisine. I had the jerk chicken. Yeah. With festival, you had festival, and you had the um, aki bruschetta. Aki bruschetta. Yeah. Oof. That was different. Yeah. I said it tastes like a tuna melt, and people was like, "You're not tuna." I, I know it's not tuna, but for my fellow Americans. Imagine a tuna melt on a slice of uh, the most delicate, crunchiest, and delicious bread that you've ever tasted in your life. It was it was an experience. I'll say that much. It's some fire ass shit. That's what it is. Fuego. Yeah. So we did that. We ended up leaving that one. And almost every night that I've been here, we've gone to some sort of venue. Um, the first night, we went to a place called Apartment 200. I'm going to let Jordan take it away on the background and the, the crowd that, you know, usually visits this area and what they do. So Okay, so as previously, I think we talked about this, what, not on um, on the microphone about, like, the kind of what your hipster demographic yes. is yeah. and such. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, Queen West, there's Queen West and then there's Queen West West. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's where, like, you know, the hipster bars and whatever happens. So, apartment 200, I've, li- I've never been there before, mm-hmm. but familiar with it because of, like, you know, the certain people who have gone there. So, like, you got, like, The weekend has been there, and Nav, and, like, when Skepta came over here, he went there, another grand artist, and whatever kind of independent artist and such. Mm-hmm. But it's filled with, like, you know, whatever you think a hipster is, like, an Asian person, people who, like, you know, pick out their entire... Um, outfits on Instagram boutiques or Tumblr pages mm. and this was like this is like kind of like the ratchet side of Tumblr mm-hmm. and then we got like you know the people who are corporate by day and then yeah. fake ratchet <laughs> at yeah, night yeah. and like you know you had white people in there you had Asian people you had some black people you didn't see a lot of black people uh, it was a, thing, no, right? a lot of black people yeah, they, they were like there were sprinkles on they were there but they weren't there in heavy presence Yeah, but all you heard was trap music so it's just like exactly. what the fuck yeah. It was a weird dimension that you kind of stepped into. Definitely. Yeah, was, that's what goes on in like those kind of venues, those small little, mm-hmm. what you guys would call, probably call dive bars. Yeah. And whatnot. Okay. Oh, you should tell them about your, <laughs> your credit card experience when you went to go buy a drink and try to pay with a credit card. These motherfuckers. <laughs> they... So, in order well, even to, before that, the fucking mandatory coach. They got me fucked up. So I'm not. I'm not used to shit like this. I'm not used to certain uppity venues. But it seems like it was very interesting because what happened was there was a group of people, and I think the the aesthetic was different from what was actually going on. The aesthetic was, hey, this is trap music. This is rap music. Like you know, it's chicks in there like semi twerking, like kind of weirdly. I was like, all right, cool. But the business side of it didn't match what was going on. Um, we walk in, it was a mandatory coat check. I was like, what? So we had to pay three to check the coats in. There's, you know, we balling, not, not, not really, but you know, the $3 is like, all right, cool. We go ahead and check the coats in. She had a tip jar up there. I'm not tipping. She was rude as shit. So we go in, uh, I use my card to get a few drinks and the bartender tells me, Hey, usually the card limit is $30, but I'll let you slide. Thirty fucking dollars, ladies and gentlemen. I to use your fucking credit card, to I buy didn't drinks. didn't purchase another motherfucking drink <laughs> in that bitch. I was just like thirty dollars U.S. 
or Canadian? <laughs> Don't answer that question because it didn't matter. Because thirty dollars is too much, no matter where you are. What type of limit is that? It was ridiculous. Yeah, you know. So that night was really that night was really cool. Um, we we got a chance. We were dancing a little bit. A lot of people were just like moseying around, and a lot of women that looked like weekend fans. And by, when I say they look like weekend fans, I mean they were wearing a lot of dark clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they weren't really scantily clad, but mm-hmm. they looked like. They were doing witchcraft on the side, possibly, or some sort of Wiccan uh, activities. And some very beautiful, but I was uh, wary. Of and some that. interesting lingerie, yeah, attire. Yeah, exactly, There's a lot of that too. Exactly, precisely. And as some of you that are listening uh, are have heard, Reggie and I uh, came across a woman in lingerie, like not not. So I think it might be me. I'm the common denominator in this. So I mean, maybe I'm just attracting women with lingerie in public places, but I don't know. It is what it is. I didn't partake. But the, the next night, um, we ended up waking up and we just chilled out. Everyone was laid back about stuff. Friday I went to work. Friday you did go to work. That's right. I yeah. stayed in. I stayed in because Jordan, prior to going to work, told me, hey, you know, it's 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 about negative 20 outside with the wind chill, but that's not too bad. Whatever. Just know, like, if you're going to go somewhere, make sure you Uber. Um majority of you um, I feel like that listen to this like, happen to be where I'm from which is Chicago possibly or America in general which is where I'm from as well but he said negative 20 right and he said it so casually and so simple and he was like yeah so yeah I'll be back man and he left and I'm like this nigga just told me it's negative 20 outside and he still went to work so I stayed in the house the entire day I, I just waited. I was like, you know what? I can do some editing. I can do some hanging out, goofing around on the internet, whatever. Um, and he, like, I, after a while, I didn't realize. I was like, wait a minute. Someone told me, like, negative 20 isn't that bad. You're used to that. I'm like, how am I used to that? I'm from Chicago. And they were like, no, Celsius. So I stopped. <laughs> and I messaged Jordan immediately. I'm like, wait, when you said negative 20, did you mean Fahrenheit or Celsius? And he was like, I'm Canadian, fam. It's Celsius. I did the, the computations. If anybody has seen the second Hangover movie, where the part was Zach Galifianakis is like staring off into space and the numbers are floating in front of him. I was like, <laughs> Celsius, Fahrenheit, Celsius, Fahrenheit. So, lady, it was about 30 degrees outside. So I played myself, but it's okay. It's okay. I was rejuvenated, you know, from, mm-hmm. from the night prior. And I needed it, and I needed that rest because that same night we went to... Return FET. Can you explain what a FET is? Okay, people? so... A FET is uh, is what we in Toronto call it. it's it's the French word for party, mm-hmm. but a soca FET in particular is basically a party where you only hear soca music, mm-hmm. and that is music from it could be from Saint Vincent, it could be from Trinidad, it can be from the um, from Barbados, yeah. and like there's a lot of different soca music. That comes from those smaller islands. Yeah. And then basically we have a bunch of soca DJs. So soca, especially for North America, Toronto is the mecca for soca music. Yeah. Like there are fests that happen in like in New York and um there's carnival that happens in Miami, also New York. There's Nottingham Hill, um yeah. Carnival in, in London. But in terms of the hub, in mm-hmm. terms of like where that culture is pushed forward, yeah, that is Toronto. Yeah. And Dr. J has been throwing this party for 
God, I feel like it's been 20 years. Yeah. It's been a long time. I'm sorry. You said Dr. J, and I was like, the basketball? He old as fuck. What is he doing with all Soka fets? <laughs> Dr. J, the Soka Prince. He Thank was you. on, he was basically a radio personality on our local station in Flow 93.5. Gotcha. But they got bought out by Bell Media, mm-hmm. and now it's 93.5 The Move, playing all throwback hits from like 2005. So I'm just like, it's like, all right. Yeah, it's twelve years ago. Exactly. But um, but the the fat like it's just all soca music, mm-hmm. and like really we have like our ambassadors are coming up and like you know pushing our culture for it. But yeah, light clothing or club attire, whatever you feel comfortable in. But it's hot, it gets sweaty. There's lots of women, and Toronto has some of the best women in the entire universe. They're beautiful. Yes, they, they are. are. And them. they can dance and they can yeah. move their weight to line like no tomorrow. Yeah. And my friend Delancey here <laughs> was a great witness to that and he held his own walking up. We upon the them. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, I didn't, I'm not used to, you know, I, I hopped on YouTube not to get tutorials, but I wanted to see what the crowd was going to be like and what the music was going to be like and what to expect. Because initially, I didn't know any better prior to coming here. Uh, you and Mirna were like, hey, you're going to a soca fete and this is so on and so forth. I don't know the difference. And the first thing I thought of was seeing flashbacks of videos I saw where Jamaican dudes were like swanton bombing off the speakers and stages and like throwing stuff and kicking tables over. And I got excited. That's where you fucked up. Because I wanted to break some shit. Because that's where you you fucked up. It's it's lit. I thought I was going to come over. So I started doing like push-ups. And, like, running around. It was, like, a montage with, like, Eye of the Tiger in the background. And I was, like, running upstairs and shit and, like, doing all types of endurance training. Well, you should have been using a hula hoop to baseline control. I should have. I mean, that was something that you should have done. Yeah, I played myself just a little bit. And you didn't eat any food. This person Uh here did not eat any food after Myrna and I Mm -hmm. specifically told him, yo, you're going to affect eat food because you're probably going to drink as well. It's going to get hot and you're going to need to hydrate yourself. But eat Food. I what does motherfucker eat? I eat food. Lucky Charms. That's food. Dog. Hold that. With, with almond milk. From the morning? So it was healthy. From morning till night. Yes. Yeah, and then the next thing that touched your mouth was alcohol. I fucked up, yeah, a little bit. I had Cheetos too. They was they was there, but I know that's not real food. Whatever. You should see the way he's looking at me right now. I played myself. I acknowledge that. I learned my lesson though. But it, 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 there was also a time factor because I was in there. We were dancing. We were hanging out. There was so much booty. It was booty to the left of me, booty to the right of me. Hey. It was Ghanaian booty. It was Trinidadian booty. It was it was Belizean booty. It was just like it was. It can be very distracting. But the music and the vibe of the place were very positive. It was really really awesome. But we went in at ten slash ten thirty and blinked. I think. Went to the bathroom, came back out, and I was like, oh, I wonder what time. It was 3 in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I've never had an experience like that before. I am a very vigilant man, and I also pay attention almost at all times. And I was looking, I was like, how the fuck did five hours get away from me? So it wasn't just the lucky charms. It was the fact that I had gone for so long without eating anything. So, yes, I did play myself, but it was a lesson learned. And I would gladly do it again. Look, man. With with more than Lucky Charms. We were very happy at the fact that, like, you know, 
I was there, like, yeah, I was there doing my thing and whatnot, but I was always making sure that you were enjoying yourself. I noticed That's that. why I continually checked I in that. on you. It's like, yeah. you good? Yeah. Enjoying yourself, whatever. That's really and cool. making sure that, like, you know, you weren't static because yeah. the thing about Soka Fest, the thing about the genre of Soka in general is that it's very inviting. It's for all people. Yeah. And you hear it in the music. And it's like, you know, it encourages crowd participation. It encourages, like, you know, like, yo... You know, get behind that gal and walk she up and all the other, and all those mm-hmm. other kind of things. For and sure, like, yo, like, yeah, yeah. And he held his waistline Thank you. proper. I got a lot of people saying like, yo, you, you got a lot of compliments saying like, yo, Thank like you. you know, you held up well. You Thank did you. Your I appreciate that. You Thank met you. like a couple of, like you know people who are within the scene. Yeah. So I say shout out to shout out to Flex. DJ Flex got next. He's he's on the come up. Yes, yeah, brain. cool dude. I met yeah, him. He's cool really, ass dude, really awesome. but he's a wicked DJ. Trust me. You okay, know? I need to I need to come back and try try and check some of that out. Listen, I met man. I met a copious amount of people here. Like you a met lot a of people, lot of people. That, you know, and, and we were just on not just Friday. Yeah. yeah, you met a lot of people between Thursday and Friday. We didn't get started. Yeah, and <laughs> wow, that's man. ridiculous. You know. Um, and and a bookmark you saying Soka is for everybody. That was really really nice. But we're gonna revisit that like in a bit for certain reasons. Okay. Um. So that was that was awesome. You know, I got out of the the fet and I went and had corn soup. Yes, the staple <laughs> post fet food. I don't yeah. think people understand post fet yeah. food. Like when you leave a Soka fet, there are trucks or there are people in their vans. There'll be like a dreadhead dude who's like serving corn syrup in the back. Or, or the side of a van or in the truck or whatever and then there was like there was uh there's randy's uh they're like a re- their lo- local restaurant but they had a food truck and they were selling like anything that you like anything they they had their corn soup they had bacon shark they had like rice and peas and all this other shit yeah that you wanted but you need that food to fill you up after because you've been in there basically I f- I played doing myself. a cardio workout i played myself yeah that was and then you're gonna come back and they're like all right you need to mm-hmm. especially in the winter you need to it was crazy get some food in you it's like all right yeah. i'm good by the time i get home i'm blessed so that was wicked the fucking 12 minute wait for the uber which that felt was, like half an hour. Not wicked. At all. Was insane. Because, and because shout out to Kyra. Yeah. Because Kyra bought us the fucking corn soup. She's hardcore. First of all, and then she bought three more. She's hardcore. She what? She's and a, her hands were freezing. And she she's was just a little bit, you know. She's a little, yeah. Yeah, she's, yo. But that was dope. But like, yeah, like got that experience. Yeah. And then the post fet shower. Oh my. God, oh god bro. damn boy i passed out boy but you know being out in that cold <laughs> fucked me over because like 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 jordan said earlier we had to wear certain things like workout gear so and i'm not i'm not you know i'm not necessarily perverted but i was in that bitch with like gray sweatpants on like you know boxer briefs and so on and so forth and it, it was so going back out into the cold like it was just cold on my dick just cold on my dick just straight through the pants it was like dick freeze dick freeze dick freeze and i had to endure that until the uber came we all huddled up like penguins to try and like use body heat trap in order the heat to, in to trap the heat Got my hands in you know. jay's pockets for a coat y'all. she's clutch like, for that y'all yo, pockets so space. clutch that was a oh my thing. god bro yeah, that's awesome oh my god so um we made it back here we ended up passing out um, and I believe that was Friday night, right? Yeah, that was, that was Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. So Saturday, we ended up waking up. We ended up grabbing breakfast at Sunset Grill. Yes, we grabbed breakfast yeah. at Sunset Grill. Yeah. And I'm trying to recall what what else happened that day. We ended up going throughout the day, just hanging out, chilling a little bit. I came back here. We split up. We met back up, and we had a good talk about what it is that you do 
and you know your background in the workplace and how you got to where you're doing what your passions are yeah and that's really really cool if you wouldn't mind sharing some of that that would be okay because it was a really really good talk you know about the background uh, and and how we have similarities even though we came from yeah. different places so if you would give give a summary absolutely that, cool. and like that's i really valued that uh that conversation although for them it was good for the soul it was good for the soul yeah. like although like the initial uh like first few minutes while i was telling my story you were pacing back and forth because of the fucking coffee i had a lot of coffee <laughs> yeah the fucking coffee. coffee i was pacing back i go all the, i go all the way to scarborough i come back and like this I'll guy is like yeah Got all the jitters and shit from I, coffee you had earlier. I'm just like, bro, yeah, I overindulge. Do you need a seat? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate. <laughs> but um, no, but what we were talking about basically like our origins and like how we came to be in the position that we are today. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you went to detail with your restaurant, her, yeah. like yeah. like your assistant manager role or store manager role. Yeah, and then um, like for me, like um, you know, just having that passion of editing and like being persistent when it came to like you know looking for an internship. Looking for a workplace, when getting an opportunity, trying to trying to break into an industry that it is impossible mm-hmm. for me to get into because of you know that's it's filled with nepotism, it's filled with unconscious bias, it's filled with a lot of those things that block me from getting in there, and so I was just like, no, like I wasn't taking any excuses yeah and basically it's just like being persistent and putting your name out there setting your resume like hey i'm looking for an internship i'm a recent college graduate just presenting myself in the most professional way possible because obviously you have to dress up a little bit in order for them to recognize like all right yeah let's give this guy a shot you have to do the most the most for half a little less yeah and most for half and that's how that is exactly and that was interesting for me because we we were in completely different places and it was so close to, you know, um, the experiences that I've had. So I think we had a heart to heart on that. And that mm-hmm. was really, really important. That was really, really cool. And I think the the baseline that we came to an agreement to was that uh, putting positivity out there and doing what you can and like striving for whatever it is that you want to do and whatever it is that you need to do uh if you if you maintain that then you know eventually things will happen for you and even though the environment might be different because we briefly spoke about the environment especially the the professional environment Mm -hmm. in toronto versus chicago Mm -hmm. i believe i told you that you know i stayed positive uh built a good rapport based off of character and so on and um what happens is it seems like certain opportunities kind of just came to me or came out of nowhere and you described uh the experience here in toronto especially for individuals around our age which is the mid to late 20s now um as a little bit more competitive right uh it was toronto is a very competitive city because everybody is out to get so much of the same things like you know everyone wants to be a photographer everyone wants to be um you know, like, it's, in, it's actually, it's just like, I shouldn't say everyone wants to be, like, certain things, but it's in different fields. Like, when people want to be photographer, they want to be the top photographer. Yeah. And then people want to be, like, the top dancer and stuff. Because when people, when talented people, like, rise in the city, they always leave. Yeah. They never stay. Yeah. So that's why people are like, all right, I want to get to the top of the top and then be out. Like, you know what I mean? That's Not so. want to put stuff back into my community. It's just yeah. like, all right, I'm here. I'm at the top. I'm out. I'm exactly. gone. I'm not putting anything back in just because the city never gave me nothing. Right. Our nickname for the longest time has been the Screwface Capital mm-hmm. because, like, you know, we screwface each other. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of like I, it's a it's a Bob Marley like a Bob Marley song. It's like Screw 
<clears throat> screw fits. No, I will fit frightened. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So. It's like crabs in a barrel a little bit? Yes, it's a lot of that. Okay. It's a lot yeah, of that. That's what and, that's um, like. And that's something that, like, you know, we kind of still suffer from. But slowly, like, tortoise, like, like, it's, like, getting better. a little bit better in terms yeah. of, like, you know, our fostering our own talent and stuff. Like, there are clicks and whatnot in every pocket. But yeah. in terms of, like, you know, people wanting to get it for themselves and people are just going to look out for themselves. Yeah. And I look at, okay... Yes, I have my individual goals, but it's like, what can I put back into my community? And that's not to say that everybody is like that, because there are collectives and there are organizations dedicated to uplifting, yeah. like, you know, the youth and, like, you know, encouraging people to work together. Like, the Remix Project yeah. started in Toronto. They have an office in Chicago, ironically uh-huh. enough. Okay. But that's for, like, building relationships yeah. and uh, developing people in different avenues. And mm-hmm. I still that with uh, what they do, yeah. but it's like that's there's still like the little intricate issues mm-hmm. with that, yeah. Because like you know they're still like who they pick, you okay. know what I mean. So like, there's still that kind of click shit. But it's just like look, if you vibe with somebody on a positive level, like if you're if you're on the same wavelength, exactly, yeah. And that is just how you know we're able to do all these different things and exactly. And that was that was that was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think oh, we, that was powerful. Man. That was, and I think we came to the general consensus that there there happens to be a ceiling sometimes, and it feels like you know it's a little thicker than it really is. But the ceiling can be glass depending on how you approach different things. You know, and that was that was good. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, and we ended up leaving, and coincidentally, we went to uh, a function at Deus, I believe Deus, the name is. Yeah, yeah. And we came across a lot of individuals that um, it, it turned into like a networking function a little bit. Yeah. And it was really interesting. I didn't expect to network, but I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. I got introduced to a couple of people. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. 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 This is great. Yeah. That was really cool, especially for me because I, I'm not from here. I'm not uh, a part of any uh, multimedia stuff, really. I'm just, you know, I'm just visiting and I'm trying to get the experience. But prior, you told me that, yeah, like it's really competitive and everyone is trying to either help one another or kind of like just do what they can here and there in order to like further themselves, which is understandable. But uh, I was seeing this firsthand and it was really, really interesting because I had an experience uh, in the line uh, to the bathroom. I was downstairs with a, a friend of yours, I believe, Sam. Well, mm, we can yeah. say a mutual friend. She's really, yeah, yeah, really, really yeah, cool. Love, like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's awesome. Sam. We were in the, we were waiting for the bathroom. It's a unisex bathroom. I'm not going in the ladies. I'm not trying to, I'm not being weird. I promise. But uh, we were standing there and we were having a conversation and someone heard me mentioning recording. It was more than likely recording an episode of the Spit Sessions or this. And she turned around like, recording? Oh, are you important? What do you do? And I was like, "Am I important?" The, the 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 question itself like threw me off because the answer is gonna be yes. I'm like, I'm important to me at least, but yeah. you know, it's a subjective thing. But I immediately thought to the conversation that we had, and it was hilarious. It was really really cool. Um, but other than that, I didn't garner much attention unless it was me speaking in general, and someone took enough time to assess what was being said and how it was being said. Because all a constant theme throughout my entire stay has been, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And it has always caught me off guard. I warned him. He, I warned him. I told him before we even stepped out and met people at, um yeah, at, from this or wherever we were going. I'm just like, look, people are going to see you 
one. <laughs> and then when you speak, they're, they're going to gravitate towards you. Like, it's going to be a shift. Like, wait, foreign accent, you. You're not from here. Why are you not from here? Where are you from? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna get all those mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, and you know this I mean? it was a surprise for me because I don't I don't really think maybe it's because I'm not really outside of my comfort zone as much. But I didn't think my accent would was as prominent as it is. You Boy, know. Yeah, so. <laughs> listen, listen, man. Um, so, so there have been several several uh, random moments where someone was just like. Where are you from? And I'm like, uh, is it that apparent? They're like, yes. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought it was my volume at first because right. I have a habit of getting loud here and there. But I was like, oh, we back. That's fine. We yeah, exactly. I'm Jamaican. Precisely. Oh yeah, and I'm from Scarborough. Yeah, you said it, not me. I was just like, you was out here, and that's good because the energy resonates with one another. Yes. It, it was we working off of one another, so it was really really cool. Uh, I really enjoyed it, but one part of the night because i have a habit of like you know when i'm talking i'm talking and i can i'm not confrontational but i'm very direct yeah and I, I was very curious that night because we were sitting down you know in this group of very very diverse uh ethnicities and people that live in this country and are from this country and i randomly just said fuck it and i was like so how how do we as americans look to you guys right now and the faces dropped. They didn't drop, but everyone was like, "Ew!" The the energy shifted, and it got a little serious. For me, I know for a fact I'm just like, "Look, we laughing at y'all, but we also crying on the inside." For y'all. Yeah. But we laughing because we're just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, no, no, for <laughs> sure, yeah, for sure." And the experience is different from person to person back at home. Um, everyone is going through their own thing, and there are certain people that are somewhat enjoying it because people can be stubborn sometimes. And there are people who are sitting down and going, I told you so. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really help the situation, but it it is an eye-opening factor to what like what is going on right now. It can be kind of like a smack in the face to those that weren't prepared for it. But that was a really, really interesting conversation. We've had... Um, We've had conversations like that before uh, during previous episodes, so it was really fun to bring that from home over here. Special delivery. No no G-Dep, no Diddy. Uh, we started Harlem shaking a little bit. It's cool. Um, so that wrapped up. We ended up going back home, uh, getting ready for bed, passing Actually, out. No, but you have to mention the poutine. The poutine. After day. You know what? He's, he's fucking up. He's fucking up. After days, myself, Delancey, I'll stop. I'm done. Our friends Aaron and Samantha. Yeah. We walked over to Liberty Village. That poutine, though. We walked to Smoke's Poutine Room, which was empty when we got there. We were the only people who got there. That poutine. And then we were there for a minute, and then it just started filling up because, like, you know, all the people were coming out for the last call and yeah. all the other shit. Yeah. But we got some fire-ass poutine, bro. Why does the word... I'm sorry. Maybe it's the way I'm saying Poutine? It. Because you're thinking of poutine. I am. It's so You're close. thinking of pussy. It's so close. It's so close, though. Listen to it. It's like... That poutine, though. Like, that poutine. You're going to start calling that. vagina poutine, aren't you? I've been doing it for a while now. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I have no shame whatsoever. So, I was eating that, uh, that poutine, though. And then uh, we ended up leaving there. And then we uh, made it back, fell asleep. And today uh, is my last, well, I'll say my last whole day here. Yeah. We woke up, immediately went to... Uh, breakfast at 
What's the breakfast place? We Franz. Had? Yes. After we were, we tried to. So we were picked up by our lovely friend Charlene, beautiful lady, who you've heard earlier today. It was the yeah. one who was in in the beginning area. Yeah. And um, so we we're just like, all right, she was gonna take us to old school because that was the one place that didn't have like a wait time or whatever. So I right, cool. So we drive downtown. We get to old school. We had hilarious time with the parallel parking. Hilarious. It was just hilarious. Whole sidewalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Whole and sidewalk. then, like, we got out. It was just like, oh, we saw people were back. So to the door. It's just like, um. And then Charlene opened the door. She looked in. She asked for the hostess. She's like, mm. like, and then it was like so much white people. Like, enough white people. It was, yeah. It yeah, was, it was like, it, it was, was full of them. Because and then, white people are very serious about yo, this, brunch, yo. brunch over here. Like, I, th- I was thinking, like, white people were serious about brunch at home. No. The concept. It's, thing. I think it's a it's an international thing. You know, black people picked up brunch, but you know, we do our thing here and there. And it's we do up brunch in different areas, different cuisines and whatever like that. But it is a various like very, very serious like no. You don't yeah. you don't eat brunch. You do brunch. Yes, because you have to plan it out. You gotta get an outfit. You gotta like, oh you know, God. you gotta step out in like, you know, your good good shoes and your good Crap them. So, like, yeah. You know. So then we, it was full up, ram up, jam up, and we're just like, mm, I suggest them. It's like, you know what? Let's go to France. Uh-huh. So we dipped on over, young college, listening to like a whole bunch of music in the whip. It was fucking hilarious. It was. And um, so we were listening to Return of the Mac as we we're pulling out to France, which was necessary. excellent. Yeah. And then, you know, we um, came across lovely lovely uh server who wasn't even our server no, her, she name's wasn't. Ni- her name's nicole nicole yeah. right nicole yeah she yeah. was a lo- very very lovely lovely person. she had like gorgeous dreads she and did. um she did. the locks was on point and then her. we had we had our breakfast shared some more jokes talking more stories and it was amazing just bonding after that yeah so that was brunch which is like you know fuck it, it was lunch but we did all day breakfast so i was like i guess that was brunch yeah but yeah. we ate Fucking brunch. We didn't do no brunch. We, we didn't ate do brunch. Fucking we ate brunch. brunch. There's okay? a difference, we ate food. And No, we, ate we don't. Brunch. We don't do brunch. We we eat. No, we were smashing. So we, <laughs> left, we left there, and we ended up going to Sugar Beach after sharing a moment where we were resonating and vibing over the modern day Negro spirituals that our kid Cuddy's humming over the tracks. So that was that was an experience in itself. It was yes. wonderful. We ended up at Sugar Beach and. Oh God! Yeah, earlier, I'm gonna let you tell this. Earlier, I'll interject. Thank you. Got you. Earlier today, you made a comment that soca is a beautiful thing. It's really, really good vibes. It's good music, and it's for everyone. And coincidentally, when we got here, there were people attempting to play soca, like in the at the beach. Oh, there's no attempt. They played it, but in the way that it was presented and executed. Yeah. That's where the fuckery happened. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So let's say let's say you take a song that, you know, is 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 kinda of a cultural thing depending on who you're listening to it. Because of course if you listen to different music by different people, different people are gonna react to it differently than other ones would. Let's say for example, back that ass up by cash money when they were taking over for the nine nine and the two thousand. Uh these people essentially took something like that and it sounded like cash money taking over for the nine nine in the two thousand. Oh god take it jump away. and wave no, jump and wave I jump and wave no like legit we have 
our videos basically went semi-viral <laughs> because Charlene posted a 10-second clip with our facial expression with it. I posted a 37-second clip with our facial expression with it. But even that... Genuine disgust. Genuine black collected confusion. Why is this happening? It's like, yo, and uh, and the thing is, and what I loved about it was the fact that you actually went to a real Soka Fed. Yeah. So that you're able to be like, wait, this no. is wrong. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what I thought. I was like, this, I don't think this is right. This isn't supposed to be like this. No, and it wasn't. It's not supposed to be that way ever. I'm yeah. just like, okay, great. Because people, like, people in Soka are just like, okay, look. Yeah, yeah. We want you to embrace our culture, but we want to be the ones who represent it. We want to be the ones who are the vessel mm-hmm. for it. So let us share this. Don't go mash up our shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what so I mean? You, so you we have a, we have to go mash up the place. Yeah. But let us yeah. be the ones doing the mashing. So that you experience it the way it's supposed to be experienced. Yeah, it's not no bootleg gentrified bullshit. That shit was hilarious. I was it was really, really funny to me. It was really cool. I mean, because it was it was funny. Like the difference is that I'm not from here, and I only had a taste of what real soca is like. Mm-hmm. So I knew enough to know that whatever was happening was really off, and it was really off putting. Yeah. So you know, it was all jokes, and it was like, all right, cool, we got to go. And then I heard the beat drop for the cha cha slide, and he said, "We gonna get funky, funky." <laughs> On the second funky echo, I sprinted off in in one direction. And I was bobbing and weaving in between uh, older individuals, children. I didn't touch a single person. But I knew right then and there that whatever was going to happen was going to be the worst of the worst. The cha-cha, they were going to start doing the cha-cha slide in Toronto, Canada. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to <laughs> Motherfucker, I was gone. I got little on the ass. So, Yo, and to set the scene, just for context, because, you know, people might hear, what are you, Cha Slide? Niggas love Cha Cha Slide. No, there were no niggas were here. No, no, it was no. all white people and, and sprinkles of Asian and Asian, yeah. specks of black people there. Like, I think I counted three, <laughs> not including me, you, and Charlene. And they looked confused. They were genuinely confused. Like, what's happening right now? I don't know. I don't know. You know? And then, but the funniest thing is that while you're running, because Delancey gave no warning. <laughs> He's like, he heard me about to get funky, funky, and then he just ran. And then Charlene and I were just like, where is he going? And then he just keeps running, and he's still running. I'm just like, he's still running. It was like like that, the, you know, the the gif from uh, from Forrest Gump that everyone uses of him running mm, up. The yes, That's precisely. exactly. He, he's still he's still running. He's still running. He's still running. I <laughs> ran completely out of the beach area in its entirety. He ran to the parking lot, and then Charlene and I they met up with him like three, three minutes, minutes later, later. Mm-hmm. and then it's just like, yo, could not breathe. I'm hung over yeah. basically of laughter and just like dog just like no we gotta go we gotta go yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. go we and gotta we, go we ended up leaving so that was really really cool. that was an interesting experience for you because you got like the white canadian experience in a small amount skirt 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 these motherfuckers <laughs> drink maple syrup oh my god they drink maple syrup i repeat they don't, drink don't maple syrup i was sitting there and charlene and jordan they were like oh man here you go and i'm thinking it's a i see a brown liquid and it was like hot and i was like all right cool it's either gonna be a whiskey in the form of some sort of hot toddy i was excited false i was like all right it's gonna be cider 
So I was like, this don't smell like cider. So I get a little paper cup of it, and they pass it to me. So Charlene and Jordan take sips, like, immediately, like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, shit, what is this? And they both simultaneously go, maple syrup. And I pulled the cup <laughs> away from my lips. And I was like, excuse me? And they're like, it's maple syrup. I was like, why the fuck? <laughs> Are y'all drinking maple syrup? I didn't understand that. It's like, dude, I mean, this is how maple syrup is before it cools off and turns into the syrup that we all use on pancakes. And I was like, I understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. Why the fuck are you drinking it is what I wanted to ask. And then Styx just was like, it's okay. Just drink it. Stop asking questions. And I was just like, bro, I don't really just drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it. And I took a shot of maple fucking syrup and I finished it. And, you know, it was done. But afterwards, I was like, man, y'all doing a lot of weird shit, my mans. You know, and this brings me to the intricacies. Like, there were certain things happening in between all of these venues we were going and all of these cultural experiences. And that included trying ketchup chips, mm-hmm. all dress chips. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else was it? Learning Toronto slang and phrases that are used from the marginalized people yeah, in the city. Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you say, yeah, if you, you put like Toronto and whatever Toronto's like, then there's going to be white people from Toronto's like, we don't talk like that. Yeah, because you live in fucking Forest Hills or you live in Bathurst and Finch and you're not surrounded by black people who actually talk like this. So yeah. Niger Beak, come out the lane, all that good shit. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Whereas we as black people do uh-huh. share in this colloquialisms in which we project to the world uh-huh. that a lot of people may have heard from Drake. Yeah. But Drake is... Man, champagne, poppy show, adatimium. Shout out to Jamaica Twitter. Dog, digital Twitter is funny <laughs> shit. It's fucking wrong. If you think Toronto Twitter is one thing, Jamaica Twitter, yeah. dog, they will come for your mama oh, and drag God. your papa. That's a beautiful and step thing. on your granny. Dog, they'll talk shit. Well, they what stepping whatever. on grannies, dog? Okay, what? Well, like, literally? Like, they gonna step on your grandma? No, this is saying right. I mean, they're not gonna literally step on my grandma, right? <laughs> I really don't want nobody to step if you on my gave grandma. Them my reason. No, I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just have my grandma from up <laughs> so they don't step on. Me. I'm just joking. I'm just. Joking. We're good people though. We good people. We yeah, good people yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's just shit like that. It's just like, listen, you just have to understand that we speak different. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of course, and obviously the it's the same thing in Chicago. You guys have certain words, phrases, yeah, slang terminologies that white people are not going to understand because they're disconnected from that. Same yeah. thing with Toronto, but at the same time, there are white people in Toronto who do use Toronto slang because they grew up around that. Yeah. Whatever, cool. Yeah, but yeah, so I compiled a list and I was just like, mm-hmm. all right, look, no, you have to say these things exactly. because your trip will not be complete if you don't do not. Take and, something back. <laughs> and I made an attempt, and there is actually a Spit Sessions YouTube channel. There's only two videos up so far, but I will post the link to the, the conclusion of me trying to speak these things I've never Oh, it's fantastic. Before. It was it was an experience. I, I enjoyed that. It was pretty cool. Um, so Queen's Quay? Queen's Quay or what? Bro, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about to do this with you right now. It's, it's too late for this. I'm not, I'm not revisiting that at all. So on to the next subject. Um, so we left there. We all ended up hanging out. Uh, I tried all dress chips and ketchup chips, which are interesting because I was like, they took ketchup, made it into a dust, and then put it on the chips instead of dipping the chips into the ketchup. So That's I was like, nasty. So they, they cut out the middleman a little bit. It was just like, all right, it's there was nasty. less manual. I mean, 
Nobody, I don't know anybody that dips the chips in ketchup, but I'm I just don't saying, want right. to know people who dip their Neither chips do in I. ketchup because I'll fight them. Yeah, no, we, we, we agree on that front at least. <laughs> and then there were all dressed chips who were just like the bukkake. They bukkake all the seasoning Are onto you the chip. Kidding? Hear me out, I'm about to get deep. So you take all the seasonings, right? All dress, and you just throw it on the potato chips, oh right? And you let them shit sit there, right? And they resonate, and they vibe, and they, <laughs> they, 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 they transform and form Chip Voltron in the bag, and then you take it out. And you You're doing it. a lot. No, I'm doing enough. You're so, doing a so, lot. So, <laughs> I tried those. They were pretty good. They were very savory. Um, and we hung out here, and then we ended up leaving to go to my mama's house. Yeah. We yeah. Went to we, we so, went to after... We got, um, we were busting like beer jokes, watching like, you know, videos here, showing you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I felt it was very important for me to introduce Delancey to my mom because when you meet people from the internet and there are certain people that I've met from Twitter that I vibed out well, like I met my best friend, Mirna, I was like, she yeah. met her on Twitter, met Del- you, Delancey, on Twitter. I met a lot of, yeah. a lot of. All the American people that I know today, I met them all on Twitter. Yeah. And I've met, like, some of them. But it's just, like, you know, I, we've always had, like, a good vibe with each other. Yeah. And whatnot. Although, like, our interactions kind of increased over the past couple of years. Of especially course. when I went to Chicago. Several times. In yeah. 2014. And exactly. then in 2015 for my birthday. Exactly. And so, that was just a man. I'm just like, no. I'm like... This guy has to meet my mom. Yeah. Period. I need to bring this guy over to my mom's place. Right. And originally, it was just supposed to be me and my mom. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to be here. I'm just like, wait a second. I'm bringing Delancey. Yeah. Delancey's going to meet my mom. And then, honestly, like, I wasn't nervous. Nothing. I'm just like, dog. I don't even care. Yeah. Like, I know that. It, it's fine. Like, I already know that like, my mom's going to love you. It's so, funny. As if she I, just has to confirm that. Yeah. If I had just walked in and, like, for some reason, I was just waiting for, like, the right moment to wow the fuck out. And she opens the door, and I'm like, uh-oh, here go that bullshit. <laughs> I start breaking shit, like, all in your mom place. But the me. greatest thing is that I was doing the I was doing the grinding beat on my mom's door yeah. for the, uh, into the door, and then she opens the door like, grinding. She was awesome. Yeah, she's a really awesome lady. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So we, we go in. I had a, a nice home-cooked meal oh. um, for the first time in a little bit. You know, everything was made from scratch almost. I'm going to just say almost. I'm not going to go into details. Yeah, but don't, don't expose the thing that No, vibe. not at all. I'm not even going to do it. It was <laughs> it was amazing. That's all you need to worry about. Um, and, you know, the like the desserts were good. They were baked goods. That baked we had. goods, fresh. And we spent the entire time almost going over movies, talking about literature, and just, just socioeconomic and social things yeah. in both countries. And it was really an eye-opening experience. And I, I want to thank you for that. And just for background purposes, no problem. Like just for background purposes, I wanted to mention that it has when you spend enough time on the internet, you come across certain people. And Jordan is an individual that I became acquainted with back when we were like twenty, twenty one, two or something like that. So over the years, people, you know, no matter where you are, you know, individuals sometimes mature, you know, learn things and when you get to the, the, the point where you have the ability to go out and venture and like experience new things it it really really pays off to have individuals that you know that you can network with and meet up with and they can guide you through certain experiences so i genuinely want to thank you for that you're very welcome i'm glad that i could have uh like you know i I wanted you to have that authentic experience and exactly like you know you deserve to 
be embraced and all that just because yeah. like you know we've been we've been friends for this long and all the other stuff and like you know yeah. it started from like just wilding out this 20 year old kids yeah college and like bored as fuck exactly. not still trying to figure out like, you know where we're going but now that we've advanced in this professional world and our yeah. respective fields yeah and it's just amazing that we've had that connection exactly and it's just like you know what like it, it it was nothing for me. I was just like, dog. I didn't I I didn't care how much money I spent yeah. and how many fucking money I spent on the Ubers, food, or whatever. I just right. wanted to make sure that you had the authentic experience. Genuine. And I know Marina shared that, shared that same thing. Exactly. But the th- difference, but why it means more to me than my people like Marina, whatever. We're both black men. Yeah. And like you know, we have that strong connection. Mm-hmm as it is and because of our personalities because we're so outgoing and we're carefree that's the buzzword and whatnot it is but we're just like we're extroverts very like you know we're, we're very outgoing people and like we just mess that's why it's just like that ah, there's nothing for me to share my home with you to share like you know my lifestyle like these are things that i've done like yeah. you know going to dance and like you know those networking events like you meet the people that i know yeah you know you go like even at apartment 200 you met my friend vani yeah you know what i mean like she's like a trap princess but she's a dope ass photographer she's cool you know what i mean and even going to the fet and stuff like i've done i've been doing i've been fetting since i was 18 years old yeah i don't go as often now but that's something that i've embraced that's in that's within me that's my culture in the city and so i wanted you to experience that because that is the authentic way to know the personality of the city. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can do the touristy stuff. You can go to distillery district. You can go to downtown. You can like do whatever, but it's not real. It's not, yeah. You know what I mean? It's unless you meet the people yeah. so you can actually have that strong connection. And that's what I wanted. Exactly. And obviously concluding it with like, you know, taking you to where I lived with my mom, like, from 2009 to 2014. Mm -hmm. Just, like, you know, being in that home, just, like, you walked in. It was warm. It it smelled good. You saw my mom's books. You you sat on her couch because it was comfy as hell. It was. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, like having that conversation, and you can see where I get that from. Exactly. That's why I wanted you to go straight to source, and, like, you know, that's, that's... and I feel like you and my mom have not made a connection. If you came up here, yeah. like even my mom said, we need to go to Chicago, mm-hmm. go check you, go to your restaurant, whatever. Because like you know, that's just something that exactly. Like you know, this could be. I, I honestly foresee this as like you know a very long term friendship. Of course, like, a very successful one because like you know, why the fuck not? Exactly. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That's real. Yeah, man. You for know. Real. So of course, I'm gonna do all that I can for everybody. You know, uh, everyone should slide through. And I'll take care of you guys. It's all good. And mm-hmm. I can't think of any way like better to conclude this than saying thank you. And I, I love you, bro. I love you too, man. Oh, So this has been uh, a nice little bonus episode of Spit Sessions. Um, Shouts out to Reggie. I'm going to hit him up like as soon as I get back and stuff. He right now he's doing his thing, his his music thing. So hopefully he'll he'll come back with uh, some some audio from his excursions as well. So it's not just me. I'm not the only one moving around. Reggie Reggie is elusive and mysterious Reggie, and sexy. That's my man's right there. I got a lot of love. For him, I remember so. he dropped me off 
Ah, to my birthday shit when yeah. we were out. And yeah. when I was in Pilsen, he dropped me off yeah. back to my spot. Yeah, I felt right. He was really cool because he yeah. stays in like the, he stayed in the opposite. Yeah, place. yo, so he was, was really like, nice shit, about man. that. Thank you. For yeah, that, so we, matter of fact, we both got you. Like anybody slide through, we will take care of you. Appreciate so that, it is man. what it is. But until then, I want to say, uh, gang, 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 gang. All right, I'm gonna stop. Thanks for checking it out. Thanks for listening. That's my uh, word, and it sticks. That's my word. I'll catch you guys back in the States. I'm tired as hell. Alright, bye. Peace. Peace.